With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. You are listening. We'll do it live. Of course, unless you're not listening live. This is the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast Cast. It is Wednesday. It's August nineteenth, twenty twenty. I'm Travis Bryant. I'm your uh, your gracious host. Joining me ASAP uh, will be Cameron Hawkins. Uh, but until then. Let me go ahead and give out all the pertinent contact information. Uh, if you want to have your voice heard on this show, there are two ways to go about that. Uh, first way, you can just get in line and give us a call, and we will talk to you live on air tonight. Hit us up on the Constellation Lines at 347-202-0103. Once again, that's 347-202-0103 for the live call-in. If you can't call us live, but again, you want your voice heard on this show, you can always drop us a voicemail. The voicemail gives you three unadulterated minutes to ask questions, post comments, yell, rant, rave, whatever you got. The voicemail line is there for you to do it. <clears throat> Hit us up on the voicemail line at 415-787-5229. Once again, the voicemail line is 415 415- Seven eight seven five two two nine. Uh, you can always drop us an email. Old school mailbag is always open and constantly being refreshed. Uh, hit us up at East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. East Coast Audio Show at gmail.com. Indicate uh, in your email um, the subject or the body what uh, <clears throat> which segment VIP or non VIP that you want your email written. Uh, drop us a line on Twitter. You can find the show at East Coast Cast, twitter.com slash East Coast Cast. You can find my personal Twitter at Travlord. And you can find Cam at Seahawk, at C-E-E Hawk. Um, you can, um, oh, and the last bastion of Get At It, you find us on Facebook. Uh, the Facebook fan page can be found at facebook.com slash PWTorch. East Coast Cast, go there, give us a like, share us on your timeline, tag your wrestling pals in it, uh, spread the word that way. Y'all know how the internet and Facebook works. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, moving on. Let's go ahead and bring on our good pal and uh, show anchor. Not, I think I'll say it. Cameron Hogan. Cam, argumating, you're anchored now. 
Hefty responsibility, man. Um, how's it going? <laughs> Just throw that on you. <laughs> uh, everything's going um, fair. We're okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's uh, safe to say. Uh, how's everything with you? Things are good. Things are good. Um, busy, busy as I've ever been in a in a work capacity. Um, mm. But oh, come well, next that time Wednesday, everything. Yeah, Wednesday, everything should slow down. Just uh, getting there. It's been a long time coming. It's been a long, you know, Mr. five Mr. Mr. Promotion. Mr. Yeah. Responsibility. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, here that, um, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, here pretty soon. Um, things will slow down. And so hopefully we get more of the other things we want to do done. But yeah, I'm doing all right. Good, good. Good to hear. Now let's jump uh, right into these headlines because there's one big obvious one that I think broke today, maybe last night. Um, but Brene Young uh, will be uh, has put in her notice with WWE. Yes, she's still there at the moment. She'll be at SummerSlam this weekend, um, but. Sometime in the very near future, she won't be a, a WWE employee or talent or anything. Yeah, I think we look at. Um, I think we look at like a Charlie Corbin, who, who we know is very talented and very professional. And when we think of her, we're like, as much as we like WWE, we're like, you're just too good for WWE, right? Um, and you know she does the sure. thing too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not, not, not as a whole. Like she's not above WWE, but you know there are other things that she could do and be successful at and probably make more money. Um, and she does the ESPN thing. Um, like she does first take uh, from time to time. And, mm-hmm. and I kind of hold Renee Young to that same standard of like, wow, you are so professional and the way that you talk about things and the way you put your words together and the confidence with which you speak. Um, you could be doing this job anywhere else and be affected at. You know what I mean? And yeah. so it's kind of a thing where I mean, well, with Renee Young, company, you have years of her doing that prior. In absolutely, for sure. sure. And having the history. And yeah. you know, it's just a thing where when you're, um, you know, when you're when your partner is is working somewhere else and has, has expressed their frustrations with the place that they work, you probably share some of them, if not a lot. Um, just the nature of couple, you know what I mean? And so she probably has some of the same gripes and has the ability to be successful elsewhere. And, uh, yeah, I think it's just uh, that time is coming up. And I also think that, you know, you're in a you're in a WWE situation where maybe they aren't doing the very best job of protecting their talent from uh, – you know, that what's going on with the pandemic. And so I think there are just probably a bunch of things combined that kind of led to this. I'd say mostly it's probably a professional thing because um, you don't hear her out loud talking about things. You don't hear Moxley allude to things that she has a problem with. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think it's just this is – we were so used to – not we as in you and me, but us as, yeah. as wrestling fans. We're so used to people being lifers, especially our generation of people. Especially yeah, ones that are good that we like that seem to exactly. get along. Like we never hear anything bad about Renee Young 
not getting along with Stephanie or Kevin Dunn or some shit. <clears throat> and and she and six years is a long time, especially with yeah. all the hats that she's worn in that six years. She she was that the network era started with Renee Young, like introducing. I think uh, you know the WWE. Well, Vince was there first, but then the first person I think non talent, non Vince that you saw was Renee Young. I just remember taking a picture of her and posting on social media uh, in 2014. Um, but yeah, it, it was. It, yeah, I mean it's 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 shocking news, I guess, in the sense of oh wow, that came out of nowhere. We again we don't hear hear things like. It wasn't a, oh, it's sad, I get it now. <clears throat> so I don't, yeah, it's it's just one of those things that we'll have to you know, deal with once she's off TV. You know, you know, things will move on and you'll just wonder what she'll do in her uh, in, in her career going forward. Like, what are her, her options? Who's offering a job? Does she even want to continue and be bro- a, a broadcaster? What if she wants to move around? She don't have a baby. Yeah. Lends all that credit, but <laughs> but you know anything? Just life. Maybe the, this whole pandemic and being around the WWE during it is just like you know what? That on top of everything that we've as a couple gone through uh, the last year or so. Yeah, I'll call it a call it a call it a career with WWE, or it could be none of those things. Speculate. Yeah, Renee Young, she's very good at what she does. Uh, what she does, she's good at her job. That's for sure. It definitely, they gave, they gave her a lot show. of jobs. Oh yeah, they had her do a million jobs, and that's why it's like when some people were like, uh, Renee deserves better. I was like, well, I think she's better. <laughs> she's she's better than the material they give her, but they let her do a lot of things. Um, yeah. and she's absolutely, in ways, a pioneer for that company. Um, and yes, hopefully five, ten years from now, when we're looking back on it, um, and I hope it doesn't take that long to get like another, you know, and Beth Phoenix is doing her thing, but I hope it doesn't take that long to get another Renee Young. Um, you know, we look back on that, and she's looked at as a pioneer for what the women do um, outside of the ring. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, um, I want to yeah, make sure certainly... we get too deep in the show. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. No, 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 please. You uh, want to make sure that we, um, you know, salute and appreciate and, and, and are happy for the safety of Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah, just an absolutely wild story. You know, longtime stalker finds out where she lives, is in the house when her and Mandy are in the house. Of course, they're able to get away. Guys arrested. Um, I don't think that we necessarily have to tell our audience, but you never know who's listening. Like, there is a a very clear line between people on television and people who watch people on television. Um, you know, you need to respect that those people are there to entertain you, but they clock in and clock out like everybody else. Um, And in in no way 
are you allowed into these people people's lives unless they exclusively let you? Um, and so, yeah, just just uh, happy for them to be safe. You know, they could have went any kind of way. Um, salute to them for being alert and on their feet. Um, and just glad that they're okay. And I hope that uh, it stays that way. So yeah, it's just uh, wow. Yeah, and, and and I would assume that it's just going to be kind of a, a wake up call, or more of a wake up call, or just a reminder to to people in the, in similar situations about being extra careful and vigilant in their surroundings and in their home and what they post and stuff. And I don't want to. <laughs> this is fucking criminal asshole. It's criminal shit. Mm-hmm. Saying, well, she had a lock on her door. Like, no, 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 I don't think I'm saying that. But it certainly will make people go, okay, this is, people are fucking weirdos and crazy shit, and bad things happen and can happen. Yeah. So taking extra caution uh, isn't a bad thing at all. Um, $125 for a video chat with your favorite WWE superstar? What do you mean? Is that like a thing? It is a thing. For SummerSlam, you pay $125, and you oh. can speak for two minutes to a select list of wrestlers. At the same time, like they're in like a 12-grid Zoom thing? No. And- like you can speak to Keith Lee at this time. You can speak to Roman Reigns at this time. Um, <laughs> you can speak to one fifty a pop, or one twenty five a pop, or one twenty five a pop. Or, or, a pop. But what? <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, you know what? You know what? You know what? That is the most. Uh, what's the uh, not matriarchal? That's a. What's the, uh, it's like a hierarchy thing, like when you, it's like results thing, like, hey, my line was longer than yours, you can't, so what, this is, this should be how much I earn from that, I have the number, yeah, right? 30 people are in my line for 125 bucks, uh, what's my cut of this definitive number? So I joke, but like, you know, entertainment companies and businesses and sports organizations and all that, this is absolutely one of the things that helps you stay afloat because there are people who are such big fans that mm-hmm. they will pay that amount of money for that small amount of time with um, a person Your favorite wrestler. And, yeah. you know, and I wanted to kind of talk about this back-to-back with uh, Sonya Deville, Mandy Rose stuff just because, like, you can be a huge, huge, huge fan and not be a piece of shit. <laughs> you can do these things, you know. And yeah. I, I, I would yeah. not pay that amount of money ever to meet anybody, but I absolutely understand that there are a lot of people who will, and a lot of decent people, and a lot of, of good, honest-to-goodness people who find joy in what these people do. And so, yeah, I think it's um, as outrageous as it is to my pocketbook, um, I see... I can't even say I see the value in it, but I see the reason for it because you can get some money. Well, oh, I see the value in it. I mean, yeah, I see the value of money. Sure. <laughs> do you think um, this isn't going to be like live? Like, it's not going to be like tune in and see. We can't watch. 
Yeah, right, sure but later on, for sure, they're going to put together like a oh, really awesome. Oh, yeah. Well, hopefully, you get some, you know, good enough, enough yeah. good. Somebody with their room with... decorated and yeah. wearing the outfit and playing the music. Oh yeah, of course, of course. Yeah, um, yeah. I think and they're going to send it to and the, the people. And the other end of that too, we're just being respectful and having good questions and being, you know, the whole gamut. You can put together a nice mm-hmm. little thing to promote the next time you do this shit. Like people go, oh, those they really got this, you know, like yeah, he really was like, yeah, like, yeah, yeah man, money. like yo, those things kill on cameo. It's like it's it, it, that's just the wave. I got like it was that moment where I had to when I was in my early twenty mid twenties had to get over music acts letting commercials use their songs, like get over that like you sell out bullshit fucking youthful rage in your heart kind of shut up kind of thing. Things not how world works in it. <laughs> Young boy. But but when I was like, hey, asshole, you and everybody else is stealing their shit, so they ain't got a lot of other options, you fucking idiot. So quit crying about them to and it's, it's the same, like, it's different. It's just, that's the wave, and that's, it's 2020, and technology exists for something different and creative. Uh, but 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 in similar ways, like, you see those cameo things, you see a favorite celebrity, celebrity you know, wishing people happy birthday, Ric Flair. You know, that's when you, you know, Ric Flair got on this shit like a year and a half ago. Yeah, and then then it gets to the mainstream. Just like OnlyFans. Like remember OnlyFans was like only like your favorite uh when it was only you know, suicide girls, yeah. <laughs> exactly. And <clears throat> now it's went mainstream and yeah. Um Absolutely. Only only cams. <laughs> Uh boy. So yeah, so what else? Um uh, I did I had something um, crap off the wall kind of Oh, SmackDown is getting a new set or is both shows getting a new set? Or, or both not shows both shows, like a whole set. like it's starting on Friday. Um Yeah, the Thunderdome, man. The Thunderdome. Uh, That's a real thing. Out, uh, yeah, it's a WWE Thunderdome. They they're that's not like what we're calling it. Um, yeah. Oh, I, I I literally thought somebody was just being smart ass, like. Uh, yeah. So, so basically, like, <laughs> I'm still trying to piece together, like in regular like pop culture stuff, like the girl that the woman that like blew a bunch of NBA guys, and they got like OnlyFans, and they like. 20 stacks in the yeah. night. Like, yeah. Try to piece together that story. Yeah, yeah. I'm out of that. So basically, um, they got, I think, a 60 day lease on the Amway Center. Okay. Uh, in Orlando. Yeah, um, they're, yeah, they're going to have, um, what, a thousand LED boards. They're going to have virtual fans that you can sign up to be like the NBA. Um, they're going to use it for all the uh, pay-per-view events for the next uh, and Raw and SmackDown events. So not NXT, but the other two will be from there. Um, yeah, they're going all out. 
I, it's interesting. <laughs> I feel like you have like you have a performance center that I feel like you can trick out to be whatever you want it to be. But I also understand, you know, you got the bread. Like you want to do something a bit different. <laughs> um, you know, you're looking at affecting ratings. Like I, I understand. So yeah, that's. Um, I do not plan on signing up to be a virtual fan. Um, and as a matter of fact, SmackDown has already reached ma- reached maximum capacity for Friday. Wow. This, I mean, this. I could see that first hour, certainly that first fifteen minutes of that show, being getting a nice little boost. People are like, "What the fuck are they about to do?" I'm thinking I might have to tune in, but what? Yeah, I might yep. have to. Wow. Cool. I mean, you know, this flies in the face of, uh, you know, budget cutting and all that shit. But, you know, who am I to call out hypocrisy or hypocritical behavior and massive corporation? But, yeah, like you said, you got to delve. I tried something. And it could be the it could be the way it could they could be setting the standard. Yeah, yeah, it'll be interesting to see what it looks like. Um, and then, of course, SmackDown is going to look different. What's going to look really different? SummerSlam. Um, SummerSlam is this coming Sunday. Um, Wait, is it going to be from there too? They're doing the. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I guess yep. so. Wait, 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 All wait, the pay per view events, Raw and SmackDown. So, I figure really quickly we can just that card. Um, uh, I don't think so. Um, I don't know if they've opened it yet, though. Well, they probably are opening it like today or tomorrow. But, um, okay, so Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, hair versus hair match. Um, I wonder if they still go through with that, you know, with how public this whole situation has been. Um, I feel like if I had to go away, it would probably be Sonya Deville being the heel in the uh, in the hair versus hair. I think she'd be the one to lose it. Um, go with a different look. Yeah, ain't no way they cut it. And Mandy Rose already kind of has a different cut. Like it's a little bit shorter. So yeah, I'm like, yeah, they're probably not doing that. Um, you got Braun versus Bray Wyatt for the Universal Championship. Um, you know, I feel yeah. like with the it level, kind of match. yeah, um, just straight up. Um, <clears throat> I feel like with the level of mind games, I feel like with the level of bliss, kind of turning on Braun. Um, oh. yeah, I think that, uh, yeah, I think it's the theme. I think you jump back into that. I think that you controlling so much of the visual narrative and having that character, <clears throat> I think you have to maximize that. Um, I think that. The reception to Braun has been pretty lukewarm. And, of course, you don't have fans in the building, but even people talking about it on social media, I just don't feel like people are into him as champion right now. I think that he's very much an act that needs to be in front of people doing those feats of strength, being able to play to a crowd uh, to get the full effect. And so I think that um, there's just more – and my thing with him has always been – same thing with I was comparing to Andre the Giant. Like, you put the title on him, and what do you do? You know, like it's a lot of what happens with him is so unbelievable because of how you booked it. 
um, which is a good thing. I think you booked him strong, but it's so unbelievable that, like, when he's out there beating Dolph and uh, Dolph and John Morrison in a two-on-one match for the title, but they're better than every tag team um, at some points, but Big E can go head up with whoever, and Kofi's been WWE champ. Like, it's all so convoluted, you know? So I think that as hard as it is to book stuff with, with Bray, <laughs> with The Fiend, I think that there are just more possibilities there. Yeah, I don't... I, I'm just thinking of the, the booking and having a, a big old swamp match at a... at a... Non- extreme non- rules? Okay, extreme rules. I mean, it wasn't... And then coming back at the big... Sh- I mean, he's the fiend. He's going to be he's going to be Strowman in a in a straight up match. Like, it, it, swamp match is where he would have his advantage, right? Didn't he lose? Mm-hmm. Well, there was no contest. Yep. But he kind of won. Yeah, but he kind of won that. But it was non-title. But it was. Oh, I don't know. It's weird. It's oh. all dumb. So, let me ask you this. Yeah. So Oscar gets a shot at both Bailey and Sasha Banks. Does she beat either of them uh, on the same night um, or at the same time? Yeah. How does that? So she already had the title match with uh, with Sasha Banks. Her rematch for the title was already there. Then they had a battle royal to see who was going to face Bailey on SmackDown, and every brand was invited, and she won that as well. So she gets to face both of them at SummerSlam in two different matches. Fuck. Um. I, I mean, are they? Are they willing? You think they want to go away? Get away from the the alien Sasha stuff already, or at this point? I don't. Know if it's I, I don't but I think she beats Bailey. Um, I think ah. Sasha gets her successful title defense that's been eluding her for a really long time. I think she beats Bailey and uh then it's can Bailey support Sasha the way Sasha supported Bailey. Uh, huh. That's a that's that's a very logical story. And it and it makes sense especially, to especially yeah, for and you still expect both of them to be very very much at the forefront of their brand, um, right. of both brands, being Sasha and Bailey, being women's tag champs. And so I, I think that that's a way to keep telling that story. And Bailey already has this crazy longest SmackDown women's title run. Um, and there's really nobody else for her to face, you know. Um, Naomi's there. And it's Oscar. Been there, you know? and, and it's, it's, another, it's another, another title for Bailey to lose to Oscar. <laughs> yep. So, um, Let's see. Apollo Crews and MVP for the United States title. Lashley and Benjamin banned from ringside. Um, okay. And they're like, supposedly so, they're like reunited or yeah, they're supposed mm-hmm. to be like. For, 
I think Cedric unified. Yeah. I think Cedric Alexander costs Apollo Crews the title. Oh, and joins the hurt piece, hurt business, and, and joins the hurt business. Yep. This is the way they've been building that for weeks and weeks and weeks, and it seems to really come to a head on Monday. Um, I think I think that happens. And I, I've liked Apollo Crews as champion. I thought that I think that when you put people against, like when you talk about guys not having personality, and I think he has personality number one, but when that doesn't shine through. You put a guy against another guy, he probably actually talks to it real life. And I think that it um, not not just at work. And I think that it, it brings something out of him. And I think there's some real fire with the conversations between the two of them. Um, so I think that, you know, the match is going to be just fine. MVP's been good in return. Apollo's a crazy athlete. But, yeah, I think Cedric gets involved. Um, MVP gets that U.S. title. And, uh, yeah, one more person joins the heart business. And then Apollo chases MVP or the guy who costs him? I think that MVP does something I think else. he still does chase him, um, but I think that it becomes more about Cedric against that group of guys. Because uh, actually, another thing with that, you know, Apollo um, had the opportunity to face the Hurt Business on Monday night, and he chose Mustafa Ali and Ricochet. And, you know, said, like, oh, what about me? And there was, you know, good reason was, like, you're clearly, like, hurt and, and this and that. And, you know, MVP got in his ear. Like, you see all the glaze. So, yeah, I think I think that's kind of a natural a natural uh, action that's going to happen there. Um, so, Street Profits against Andrade and Angel Garza for the Raw Tag Time. Um, I think that I go with the Street Profits. I think they've been they've been on a hot streak. I think the thing they did with Montez Ford coming back after being poisoned was good. And Andrade is good. And the Angel Guards is good. But I I just don't think that they're so hot as a tag team that they're going to put the titles on. I think you're still Who building with the Street Profits. Huh? Who was poisoned? Zelina Vega poured something in the Red Cup two weeks ago. And uh, <laughs> oh my God. Martin's Ford passed out mid-match. He's ruthless, motherfuckers, on the national TV. Yeah. And Bianca absolutely broke in her house to start a fight. Like, oh, in her house. Oh, yeah, I didn't yeah. I mean, I was like, why is Bianca beating up uh, with her face on Twitch during an interview or whatever? <laughs> so, okay, there's the context for that. that. Okay, that makes total sense. Because people were like, yeah, that's what, you know, and the, I'm trying to figure it out, or, you know, at least in the moment, whenever I saw it on Instagram or Twitter or whatever, and people in the thread are, like, saying Bianca was justified and stuff. I'm like, ah, I don't know. And now it makes sense. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I'll take the Street Profits. I just think that Angel Garza and Andrade have been a very good part of the show. Um, I don't think they're a, a this great part of the show. And I don't think they have great heat as heels to where they're going to put the titles on them and have people chase them. Um, it is interesting watching Dawkins and Angel Garza compete over the affections of whoever that little white lady is, Big Brother, um, the Bachelorette. I don't know where she's from, but, you know, whatever. 
Um, and then Angel had to try to explain it to Charlie Caruso. It's fine. Uh, but yeah. Uh, so what I figured to be the main event, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, WWE title. Yeah. Um, I'm still going to say Drew. I think that they, you know, a, a big title change like that with, with those two with the guy, you were building up pretty strong. And a Randy Orton who is great in, in, in that spot and has been really, really good in this, you know, in this closed arena, empty arena space. Um, you know, I think this is a few that can continue. I think he's attacking Ric Flair, attacking Shawn Michaels, um, you know, Drew talking about, you know, how he had to go away and, and Randy always had this handed to him. It's all setting up perfectly for Randy to win. Um, but I just think that, this is probably the best, and I can't even disrespect Seth because Seth was good. But like, this is Drew's biggest challenge to date. I think you need to have your good champion who's performed well. I think he needs to beat somebody strong, you know. Um, so I'm gonna say Drew here, but I wouldn't be surprised. I think this one could go really either way. It's a great time. Um, I'm gonna make a poll thread as we're talking to yeah. see. Um, you know, to see how people feel about it. But, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. And you see, or at least hear about the, the, uh, the WXW show from last year that WWE ran on their uh, on the network this week? Mm-hmm. I, I've not seen it, now. But you've uh, – but you know they, they have it there? They, they aired it? Yeah, I know they, they uploaded a bunch of indie stuff for sure. So that's it's that's that's one of of many. Okay, I, I wasn't sure in the article, uh, our column didn't state it was just a rundown of that show, the ambition, WXW ambition, and wow, that's uh, that's interesting. That I mean, remember, so remember. Two years ago, or whatever it was, they were they were talking about you know integration. Oh, oh, oh. really quick! All. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Yeah. Are you yeah, still so. talking about the Drew and Randy match, Travis? No, I'm talking about. Okay, sorry, I forgot one match: Dominic Mysterio versus Seth Rollins in a street fight. Oh yeah, Is, was he really reading off a cue card? It did not look great. Beyond, did not look great. WWE, but they yeah. usually better about it than that. But that's that's what you get when you have a fucking kid on TV who's not ready mm-hmm. for prime time. Yeah, yeah. And man, I mean, he could have edited that a little better, I guess. But what are you gonna do? Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, WWE showing indie stuff and 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 knockout base, no ropes, you know, the kind of thing that they're doing on underground or trying to do on mm-hmm. raw under, underground, they're showing like the, you know, quote unquote, real version of that. Like, you know, the, the what most what fans of that style would call the by far superior product. And they're showing, they're putting it on their, on that, on their network. That's at the same time that they're trying to get their, 
you know, watered down version of them. Mm-hmm. How you fight the Indies, Trav? By having the Indies. Right. <laughs> with the people, like with all the people that people can see at WWE now. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, remember we were having this conversation uh, a decade ago with uh, when when they first started, you know, when they signed Dan Bryan and kind of uh, in the next two years started having uh, like clearly like, oh, look at, look at them, Owen, Kevin Owen, Finn Balor fella, Prince Devitt fella from Japan and the whole Europe. Um, and now, now they've taken it to another level of, uh, of yeah, of not just having taken the talent or signing the talent and, and showcasing them or burying them or whatever they want to do. But, but for real, for real, <laughs> I mean, it's a show from a year ago. WXW made their money on it and their DVD mm-hmm. or dreams or whatever but but for it's it's just I, I want to know what the mindset going in what was the decision what, what I just that is such a not I would think a, a non WWE move you know to, to have like when it fell through and they were like oh they they couldn't get PGW or whoever was going to be on there, nobody wants, whatever. They were like, okay, that, that just makes sense. Like, people aren't going to give up their sovereignty, their intellectual stuff to the big Goliath, and then <clears throat> possibly get screwed and whatever, whatever. And it's 2020, and uh, yeah, it's a different world. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Raw's uh, ratings are still, you know, still can. Yeah, about a million, seven people. What was the Shawn Michaels angle that they did? In the I mean, it was fired. basically the same one. Basically the same one as Ric Flair. Um, you know, he's out there talking about Drew, and he's talking about Randy. Randy hits him with the RKO, uh, RKO punt combo. Uh, he's shaking. Oh, Drew comes out to check on him, then refs, and then Randy uh, successfully RKOs Drew. Randy are successfully RKO's through. Mm-hmm. So he gets the upper hand going, okay, okay, that's good. Mm-hmm. They did. The memes were fired coming out of <laughs> coming out of Raw. They had Shawn Michaels looking like every old white man in the movie for the last 50 years. Yeah, no, I said he, I said he looked no like one. Yeah, so his career looked like good. every character from Roadhouse. Yeah. Oh, movie. They had that big, the old man from Home Alone. Yeah. All right, let's talk to some people, see what they're, they're uh, thinking about. 347-202-0103. That is the number to call in. The chat room is open, by the way, to those so inclined. Let's uh, let's start things off 
Let's go. Let's go to the northeast. Let's go to Newark and talk to Kylan. We haven't talked to Kylan in a little bit. Kylan, what up? What's happening? What's on your mind? Not much, Travis. How are you and Cam doing this week? What's happening? I, I I would first like I would first like to apologize for my lack of presence the last couple of weeks. As you may or may not know, New Jersey and the northeastern area was attacked by Hurricane Isaias, which was Don't want to downplay your hurricane and your power loss. Well, I don't think the hurricane attacked (laughs) y'all. Again, I'm not laughing at a hurricane, but yeah. But okay, go ahead, Carlos. Which was ironically supposed to attack Florida and the southern half of the country, but it decided to go in the other direction. It decided. Like, fuck this. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. Damn, that's that stuff. Um, not having power in Hurricane. I mean, yeah. I mean, this is the, what, the third big one in, in you know, seven, eight years? Yeah, Sandy and what's her face with the year before that? Irene. And uh now he 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 Messias, I don't know what someone reminded me. So but so uh, y'all made it through all right? I mean power wise, you didn't uh Yeah we 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 lost we lost power from from Tuesday. The fourth of August to Sunday, the ninth. Well, at least we at least we got our our TVs back on the ninth. Oh, but not not your health, reason, your entertainment. I'm worried about you and your <laughs> how you how you gonna manage? Are you like, can I watch more though? But for what for for whatever reason, <laughs> our, our phone and internet service didn't come back until the following Friday. Because even though even though we don't have them and we have a different cable company, Verizon owns all the towers and poles around here. So it took them forever to finally get around to our neighborhood to fix everything. That had to be a week or so. Because the the way the way it was explained to me, there are like 400 individual wires that had to be re-spliced and redone or 
whatever has to be done individually, one by one. So it's it was a sucky process, but we made it through. I'm glad you're okay. Absolutely, absolutely. I appreciate your you guys' concern. Uh, Cam. I would would like to assuage your fear of what you said a couple of weeks ago and inform you that a pilot for the Who's the Boss reboot has not even been written yet, even though Sony Television did ask for one, so you won't ha- you probably won't have to worry about hearing about it for a while. But I just wanted to let you know that. Well, I mean, I took that as I might get lucky and die first. So thank you, I appreciate <laughs> it. Uh, I, I, I of course would not want that to happen. <laughs> As, well, thank you. Thank as you so I value <laughs> your opinions and your friendship, despite our not sharing the same taste in most programs. That means I'll a lot. I, genuinely, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So what? Uh, what's on your mind, wrestling wise, this week? So. The first thing I have is regarding AEW. Should we as wrestling fans, in your in your opinion, be concerned by the fact that Warner Media recently extricated AEW's biggest advocate, Kevin Riley, out of his position as president of Warner Media Network Group, which houses TNT and TBS. Yeah, I think we talked about this. Yeah, I think this is. I think we kind of, or maybe definitely talked about this last week, mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. Um, I don't even remember what I said about it, about it then. Because uh, I think Darrell was telling us that, you know, they want to go in a different direction, more streaming and whatever and whatever. And, you know, they they got their foot in the door. They're on, they're on TV now. They don't need the guy that bought them there mm-hmm. necessarily to still be, to stick around. And to always be around. So I, uh, yeah, I don't, I don't look at it as a big deal as far as TNT goes or as far as AEW goes. They'll be fine. Yeah, I think they'll be okay. On their own, they're already in the own. mix. Yeah. Um, and they're doing well. Doing, they're you know, killing. It. Yeah, doing good ratings. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. Uh, that 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 is true, 
but we we do need to remember that as as bad as they were when they got cancer, WCW Nitro was the number one program on TNT in March 2001 when Jamie Keltner came in from the WB and said, we don't want this on our network. We rather show endless reruns of Law and Order and become a, a drama Right, and it's been very well documented and talked about endlessly for the last two decades. Um, yeah, different, different world. WWE, for good or bad, got that monster contract from Fox and a pretty substantial re-up from USA Network for Raw. It's a different, it's a different TV landscape than it was in 2000. In 2001. Barely a fucking TV landscape. <laughs> yeah, right? So, I mean, like, you know, it's, 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 yeah. Those folks in 2000 were still looking at, you know, they didn't, they didn't see the iceberg ahead. The shit was transparent. Yeah, who knew? So, yeah. And my my second question is is in regards to some surprising news in regards to the future of the NWA and their new format, which they're going to go with in about four weeks. So, Billy Corgan and the NWA have decided to partner with a company out of California called the the United Wrestling Network, and they're going to take TV out of a studio in California, which is kind of like the impact zone and they're going to do weekly fight TV shows starting September 15th for fight TV pay-per-view outlet. How do you feel about this format? Yeah, so it's going to be NWA Power, still that brand, just doing their weekly show instead of on YouTube, it'll be on Fight TV and their platform? Mm -hmm. No. uh, No. This is going to be a totally new uh, show, I I believe. Under what wrestling banner? Like this United Wrestling Network or whatever, folks? Yes. Oh, and who gives it? I don't care. Who cares? When it does something, then okay, sure. But until then, like NWA, they already established themselves. People like them, and they got a, a brand and a thing. United Wrestling Network. 
out of California and weekly tapings. Okay, how many times a year we get some <laughs> somebody tries to do that? Yeah. yeah, I like. I mean, I like the space that they were in with power. Aside from the obvious spaces, they should have stayed away from with power. Um, but I think that like that that studio television feel absolutely had a, an audience. I think that when you look at the talent they had, like I've always been, you know, fan of Nick Aldis, Cowboy James Storm. Um, you know, it was a good launching point for Ricky Starks, who I think is has a chance to really break out in AEW, um, whereas AEW has a lot of guys who can do a lot of the wrestling outside of, you know, your Cody and your MJF and your Nyla Rose, who do you really want to hear on the mic? You know what I mean? Who really, and Moxley is good at it too, um, in a different way, but like, who do you really look for for a promo? I think that Ricky Starks has a chance to be that. And so, they definitely have proven that they know talent when they see it. And so, you know, even if it's a bit of a different format, I think that that show can really work. So, you know, good luck to those guys. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Good luck. But, again, <laughs> been there, done that. I don't understand Billy Corgan. Like, didn't you, didn't you go to it this time? Like, why would you? Project of his, like NWA still is that going away? Seems to put that on hold, or I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. That's, uh, I don't know is absolutely the answer. Yeah, let's head to the uh, Pacific Northwest and uh, talk to the good doctor, uh, Doc Bruce. What's going on? What up? Y'all ain't talk about takeover yet, right? No. NXT we've not. We've not talked about takeover NXT. Um, <clears throat> yeah, there, there's a so correct me if I'm wrong. So NXT is NXT tonight, but takeover is still going to be Saturday night, right? That's what I'm. That's what I thought. Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, takeover thirty, takeover triple X. Um, I mean, the real thing that we didn't talk about. <laughs> well, we got you on here. Um, so of course we have Karrion Cross, Keith Lee. I think that I think Keith Lee hangs on that one. Um, I still got Yoshirai over Dakota Kai, uh, Adam Cole, Pat McAfee. I I don't know. They've literally run out of things for Adam Cole to do. Like this is the sign of that. Nothing else for him to do, right? Uh, but the NXT North American Championship in a ladder match. Uh, Bronson Reed, who they really pushed in that spot, Damian Priest, Cameron Grimes, and Gargano or Holland. Um, and I think that it's probably still too soon for Holland. I think you want Gargano in that match. But the other qualifier, Finn Balor and Velveteen Dream. Uh-huh. Travis, your good friend, Jason Powell, uh, was on WWE's conference call today and asked Triple H. Um, about the investigation into Velveteen Dream's uh, sexual misconduct. I think it's the best way to say it without me knowing the details of what it was. And Triple H is like, yeah, we looked into it. We don't really want to talk about that, but everything's cool. Yeah, we're moving forward. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, and Bruce, not to 
steal your shine, so these things talk about. I just wanted to make sure we did put those things out there. No, perfect. Because I so one thing not on Dream, but I actually think that it wouldn't surprise me. I think they're gonna put Holland in the match. There's been reports that they're really high on him, and if they're gonna do it now, would be the time anyway, because there's no one to actually react and tell them that they're wrong. Um, plus, he does have potential. It's just a matter of the. That's gonna translate once he gets into the more high-profile matches. I want Bronson Reed to win that ladder suplex. match. I think it was like a, a <laughs> double underhook, overhead belly to belly, and I was like, "Yep, I like him." Yeah, so there, there's that potential. He's a former rugby player, so for them trying to have that UK audience, so they don't have a UK product going right now as well, that might be another reason. But like I said, I want Bronson Reed to come down with that championship and then possibly move into a feud with Johnny Gargano. As much as I like Bronson Reed, <laughs> I think that I just get the feeling as somebody I'm watching week to week that although he's been getting wins, because Rich every time Rich tells me talks about it on the VIP, I know Bronson Reed was on TV and he he beat such and such. I still think he should have a high profile feud and win before he's like he was a Jobber to the stars for the longest time. Now he's going to be like without like much of a like it's one thing to put a guy on over for six weeks and and then try to make money with him, but can't just put a guy on for six weeks and like oh here here's the title that we that we depend on to draw you know fans and money without uh, first putting the guy. I don't know. I don't know. I, again, I like Bronson Reed. That's understandable, your reasoning, because he did just, the push kind of did come out of nowhere. Um, he was losing all of a sudden. He won the match, and he won the ladder match qualifier, and he's in the match. Which so, is fine. I, I tell understand. that story. Tell the story. Like, right. let, let me, you know, what happened? Like, this man's 38 years old, and now he's getting a, he turned it around. Like, okay, did he tra- his training regiment? Ch- sounds like fucking Wade, I swear to God. But did his regi- <laughs> training regiment change? Did he get a new coach? Did he what? Can't just show up and be winning. Like, where was this for the last eight years or five years or whatever? Like I said, that all makes sense. Um, And then in regards to Dream and Triple H, that that response was complete BS. Um, But people, I, I don't, aside from the trolls out there, I don't really see anybody who's been excited that Dream came back. And they're all hoping that he loses, but knowing WWE, they're also thinking that they might just put him in the match anyway. Um, it's, it's, uh, they just, we, we know WWE has problematic, a lot of problematic things about them, but for them to just fly in the face of so many of the things that, that, that they are espousing that they believe in, it kind of, it, it just brings into more stark contrast just how much of this is just all down to the bottom line for them. I mean, yep. it's, I'm not saying it's our fault, but we were, and I say, when I say we, I mean me, we're very much, very much the ones like, okay, they found a guy who can mm-hmm. wrestle their main event style, uh, but still mm-hmm. have an athletic flair to it, has a very interesting character, um, and can check off a bunch of boxes. This is it. This is the guy. And we talked about, you know, 
is he coming up now? Is he coming up now? We've been talking about the guy coming up for three years or two years at the right moment. Um, And, you know, one, now you kind of know why. And I'm not saying it's this incident in specific, but, you know, I, 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 I don't give away any more information than I have to, but when the, when the screenshots and stuff first started dropping about him, like there were promoters and people who have trained and people who have gone to shows like in the Northeast who were like, Hey, I can't say. And I mean, when I say people who, I mean, people who were like DMing me personally, they Mm -hmm. were like, Hey, I can't say anything about him with kids, but I can tell you this is how he is with women. And I was like, oh, well, all right. And so, like, even since then, like, you know, my my kind of mood is adjusted, and I'm not – but, again, none of the things he was accused of that are illegal could be his fault. I think that it's telling that, like, Anaya Jax, is not afraid to jump on an Instagram comment and call the company clowns for how they handle it. Mm-hmm. You know, it's telling that nobody who works in that company has come out, you know, to that man's defense. And, and that's not like an all, end all be all if many of your coworkers like you, but there's a lot of people that coworkers shouldn't like that they tend to have supported. You know what I mean? And so for somebody to staunchly speak out against that guy, people who are, Co-workers, people who are not It's just like, oh, like a lot of this is really messy And I think that him coming out As the surprise You know, opponent And the people in the PC not even react Like uh-huh. Or in full sale Like There are a lot of things that look really funny In the light You know, and you hope that You would love WWE To be more transparent um, And who knows if they can't you know, because there are all kind of legalities and stuff that, you know, we don't know about. But you should also be able to say that. For legal reasons, we can't talk about this. However, you know, like there's, there's a way to go about it. I feel like they're really just dancing around it. They're not doing things that they should do to have you root for the guy they want you to root for. What they're doing is they're setting themselves up for, for potential disaster down the line. Like, let's say they just sweep this all under the rug and, you know, and he goes on, Belvedere goes on to just, you know, to the main roster, does well and whatever, and then we get, a, as a main event, main, uh, somewhat mainstream star, this comes up again. And not just like, oh, we had no idea. They're like, oh, yeah, well, this is the second time or third time this has happened. Uh, because now it's a big deal. Now it's making the papers, quote unquote. Yeah, the thing that we know is if this is true, um, this is not something that you do at 24 and don't do at 25, 26, 27, 28. Like <laughs> this doesn't go away, especially when yeah, you right, like the behavior, become right. more in a position of power, especially when you get like, more money, when you get more access. This thing right. gets worse, you know, and that's that's not me talking from the standpoint of now again, Bruce is a doctor. If he says it's right, it's right. But um, <laughs> not me talking it in the sense of I have some type of medical expertise. It's literally what we see and the thing that we are actively trying to combat as a society. 
You know, like, mm-hmm. this is it. So, you know, I, I hope that – because always, what's, what's always the hope? The hope is that nobody was, was sexually abused or assaulted or mistreated or misguided. That's the hope every single time, mm-hmm. right? Hopefully WWE got it right, and when they show that they have it all the way out, right, it'll be proven right. But, man, if they are taking a risk with a thing that happened on this level, they are really – Bad business, man. Very bad business. Like you said, it could really hurt them down the road a lot. Well, last thing before I go and on a lighter note, um, I'll actually be joining Tom Stout and Nate Lindbergh tonight on the PWT Talks NXT After Show. So okay. if y'all want to, anyone who's listening, they oh, call I see. Or, you now know, I get it. Now I can, get it. Yeah, I'll be on there. Uh-huh. VIP Twitter, uh, I was like, oh, deep dive. Was he, Were you on with Rich? Was that it? Yeah, so, Chris Maitland and I were on last week with Rich. We were talking NBA, yeah, like, NBA oh. players. So I was like, oh, okay. That was making, making the rounds, and now I get it. Like, oh, yeah, I'm going I'm to I'm call in, try to get me in early. Da, 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 da. Now I get it. I'm on to your games, Bruce. <laughs> well, that, that deep dive last week was because Cam tweeted out something about uh, Mello being Sting. So, thank Cam for that one. How? What? What? And what? Not personality-wise. We'll be talking like, what? <laughs> Who did Mello win? Like Syracuse? What? Yes. Yeah, I think it was I mean, yeah. late career surge. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it was more oh. about you know Mello being like in, in all these positions to just kind of be, and then all of a sudden uh, you know you put him in the right spot and he's Joker Sting. For the people who like, no, he, he just wanted it's just another reason to trash Sting, and you're just willing to connect. Yes. To the I will compare anybody to Sting. Yes. here's how Bobby Hills likes Sting. Yeah, I'll mm. do. <laughs> all right, we'll have a good all right, night, Good talking to you, man. Take care, man. All right. That was uh, Doc Bruce from the great state of Washington. Let's uh, let's go to let's go to you know what? Let's bring it to the other side of the country. Let's go to Brooklyn and talk to Mike. Mike, that's you. What's happening? Yes, it is. What's going on, Chad? What's going on, Ken? How y'all doing, man? Doing all right. So you mind? Yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. You folks, yeah, feels good to be, you know, back up with you, fellas. Mm-hmm. Um, first and foremost, let me just say this: I hate that fucking retribution. I, I fucking detest. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, oh, is that still going on? Did they not finally just? Yes, it is. It came. It was in a production. It came there Monday evening. The, the, the angle was just so just screamed so just do some error TNA aces and ace like Ooh. junior to me like that's what it is like, I'm not sure if I would disrespect aces and ace uh, by comparing them to to retribution I mean aces and aces are somewhat well thought out <laughs> you know like you can follow the, the three of them, and the execution was, you know, by a bunch of professionals, not, you know, whatever you thought of them over, 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 you know, 
washed up or whatever, but at least they were, you know, people you knew who they were. And well, I brought them up. Performance uh, in kids. You know, I, yeah, I was wondering if you guys, yeah, I think some way like that are playing to, you know, the match with um, Randy and Big Lou. Wait a second. How did I never see that before? Or did I just block that out? So I'm watching, I've got the timeline on in the background, Owen and Brett. And when Neidhart attacked Bulldog in the crowd, <laughs> and he, like, brings the woman, I guess his wife, along with him over the, over the railing? Holy shit. What a bump she took. Wow. Yeah, Mike. <laughs> Never seen that. But go ahead. My bad. And I think Mark, you don't put a bunch of indie stuff up, you know, on the network as well. Mm-hmm. But um, I must say, so I might be more intrigued to see what's going on with SummerSlam than the takeover card. And that's some hard shit to hit. I ain't too, you know. I've been all about the the Adam Cole his, uh, fucking clown. And yeah. It's um you know, Mike, one of the things about Takeover is that the atmosphere was always so electric. Like that live audience is is just slightly different from uh WWE main pay per view audience. And you know, I've we've been to pay per view weekends where there were a bunch of people who were there for NXT and were leaving the next day or were watching the shows from their room. Like they really wanted to be a part of the NXT crowd. And they're loud and into the moves and um, very much cheer faces and boot heels. And it's just, uh, uh, I'm not going to say a more ideal crowd, but that's a crowd that never gets bored. You know, they're into everything. And so, as good as NXT is, as much talent as there is down there, when it's not in front of a live audience, it loses some of its mystique that separates it from a Raw and a SmackDown or a regular WWE pay-per-view. You know, so, like, Keith Lee and Cross would be different at a takeover. Even though I think that's going to be really good. Um, you know, a ladder match, uh, remember uh, at WrestleMania, when you had uh, Kofi... Uh, I think it was Jay and John Morrison in that ladder match. I thought it was really good, but that's because you had three of the best athletes that WWE's had in that match, you know? Um, So the main card looks a bit better because we're seeing that more on TV. Sasha and Bailey and Asuka have all been killing it. You know, Randy Orton's on one of the hottest streets he's had. And so I think all those things play into, yeah, I'm more excited to see uh, the main roster show than the, uh, than the NXT for, for one of the few times. Um, and a lot of it has to do, you know, with the situation. Correct. And I, and I, and I would never think, like, I would feel like that, you know. Right now, we can be like, you know, with the main roster shit. Cause you, I mean, as far as, like, the main event, you go to the main event, you don't know who's going to win. You know, usually we would predict and see, you know, shit coming about a way. Well, you know what they're doing. And then, you know, that coupled with this, you know, 
underdog shit, which I thought it was the case that, you know that, and do with the bullshit got shocked in WCW. You know, <laughs> you know, the Halloween down? You know, uh, yeah, some dumb shit like that, yeah. And then, you know, they had to be explained, you know, they want to replicate what they want with, you know, NBA and, you know, baseball and shit like that with the um, <laughs> I think NBA has gotten it. Uh, like as far as atmosphere, like trying to watch a baseball game with no crowd. Yeah. Like I felt with watching the. Uh, and like I like baseball more than I like basketball, but I'm more willing today to watch a basketball game because it feels more like like they've done a. It was like when AEW just just added some. Um, some wrestlers or some random people throughout and just have something. Like, it just makes a big difference except just silence. Uh, they've managed to do just do to do that in the NBA. Baseball, not so much. They just literally have cardboard cut out. <laughs> so, yeah, pretty much. They don't have no problem. And it's hard because you're in a fucking, you know, 40 to 60,000 seat place instead of, you know, 10, 15, 20 arena. You know, closed in arenas. So and it's I just. Tend to, and I tend to, I tend to feel like, too, we're going to get some, you know, some, some kind of help. Um, sorry, I'm Like, I think better might join us with our uh, NBP. <clears throat> yeah, Cam said that a little earlier. Um, yeah. I, yeah, that's not just a myth. That's not a big deal, you know. Yeah, or, or, I mean, but I don't think you're going to get any major, any major turns or anything. I think, I think a team like Retribution, they're only, and maybe I'm giving WWE too much credit, but they're only getting pushed because of the situation. Because again, they need bodies. Yeah. What's for some reason, I see them fitting into that main event somehow, and Ben Corson or someone Corson, you know, rather than getting a cheap win, but getting the title off the group, you know, now with the Thunderdome and all this, you know, shit coming in and possibly, you know, entering next year, I think they feel like they owe it to do, you know, for carrying the torch through this whole time, like to give them that proper attention. You know, and I think it'll make sense too, like, because it's like almost like, like, this shit is very reminiscent of, like, the 91 Survivor Series with a thing in holding, and then seven days later they had a Tuesday effect. Just think about it. The following week is another pay per view, so. Like, do you, like, I don't know. Is there a pay per view after SummerSlam? What? Yes, it is. Payback. The following week. What? <laughs> payback. What kind of shit? Wait. Yeah, payback is the next week. We'll be having the same conversation a week from now. Is that why there's only four matches on SummerSlam? Or was that just you just saying those are the four matches I want to highlight? Yeah, but that matches too. SummerSlam more like seven or eight matches at this point. Okay, maybe I didn't. That's probably scroll all the way. And then, um, you know, fucking two weeks in a row. What? 
two straight weeks in a row. Well, this weekend is this, this is a packed weekend as it is. You got you know you You got AEW at six p.m. and then you got the takeover show following AEW. Then the next night is SummerSlam. Well, this is a pretty heavy week. Wait, Big Show was tossing around Retribution? Like, what was that about? Big Show. I'm, I'm seeing, looking at a commercial for Raw Talk, and it looked like Big Show was choke slamming a, a guy in all no, black. The no, the ninjas also were all black. Who um, the fuck are the ninjas? That was the ninjas? <laughs> That's their, that's their name. The ninjas? No, no, no. No. Oh, Zawa okay. has ninjas, though. <laughs> because, of course, no. And so, basically, oh they say, right now, it's a three-way feud with him, Shelton, and R-Truth for the 24-7 title. Shelton lost to uh, Apollo on Monday, banning him and Lashley from ringside at the SummerSlam match. But in the aftermath, Pinned our troop at ringside to get back the twenty four seven time. Also, and Mike, not to not to slow you down, Marina Shapir, they did the thing I wanted them to do. Like put your MMA fighters in MMA matches. Uh, Marina Shapir had a match on Raw Underground. Uh, out there doing uh, defensive hmm. cartwheels, which which people really do in MMA. Uh, somebody schooled me to it. I think it was, uh, what is it, uh, catch wrestling? They were like, no. Uh, somebody, one of the Gracies or somebody, used to really do that in MMA fights to get out of moves. I was like, okay, that's dope. Uh, but I think they, I'm not saying that they, they, they blew their loads, but it's too soon for Dolph and Eric in Raw Underground. Um, right. Even though Dolph, like, I hate giving Dolph credit. Dolph did a cool thing to where he had him in a sleeper, and he starts to, uh, Eric starts to fight out of it, and then Dolph sticks his thumb in his eye. So he has to raise his hand back to his eye, and then Dolph puts him back in the sleeper and makes him fast. Or puts him out. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, that was good. I, I like that. I'm actually digging the raw underground more than the um this retribution dumb shit. But um those two those other two cats uh, what what's the uh Ruaz and uh, the other guy, they just start beating the shit out of each other, beating the shit out of fans. I wanna see uh Sonya Deville come down over there too. Yeah. Yeah, this is this is geared toward who you want her to be. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm interested in seeing like the women in that. Cause you guys who have women MMA fighters and kickboxers and stuff, like, like put them down. Let's see them really fight. Um, Shit. Once they finally clear Joe, I'm gonna I'm gonna see Joe just come through yeah. and just just destroy. Right. But for some reason, this shit just feels like it's a whole big setup leading to. You know, a Brock, a possible Brock return, or maybe we'll finally get that Lashley Brock that we've been, you know, wanting to have for a while. Because you, you know that it, it talks now of creating a raw, a raw underground fighting. 
I love them facing off and then Retribution messing up the whole scene. Like us not getting that. And then them saving that for the ring. You know what I mean? Like, well, yeah, I do think there's, there's a setup for that. Like, this is a chance. And, and I say all this and say, like, I'm not the biggest fan of it because I don't have faith in them to see something through because we have absolutely not seeing things through. You know what I mean? That, that's just what this is. But it, there is absolutely the potential to make some cool things happen based off of that. Now, what I do have faith in is that All Out show coming up September 5th. Uh, they slow cooking, you know, all the matches for that. I mean, me, personally, I don't think, you know, it's NJF's time yet to be the chance. But it's something telling me they might just pull it off and everything might lead together. The last um, show, I think some Blanchard stole a fucking show. You know, it is what it is. A promo. I think he showed this show last time. I mean, it's coming together. You, I think I can see the top three matches so far. Probably MJF and, um, and Mox. You know, MJF and Mox. And I think they're going to do that three way. It's going to be a three way first half singles. Um, you know, uh, you Omega and Page and, and the Boss uh, and that's yeah. y'all. Mm-hmm. If he's a fan, mm-hmm. I would like to see Kobe versus. Um, Pop. I don't like to see Pop be the be the guy that you know take it from Kobe. Uh-huh. Who said, uh huh. Was it Alvarez that said MJF at this point in his career is better than The Rock? At the, at the same I point, think it was Meltzer. No, 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 he said it was Dave. No, no, he compared he compared MJF right now to '99. To Rock in '99. Yeah. Okay. He didn't say he was better. And he compared John Moxley to Steve Austin. And he compared Cody to 99 Triple H. He didn't say, you know, they were better. And, you know, Cornette and his, and his fucking uh, vocal sniffer and his wacky over there. They were going to fry You know, they tried to fry him. Yeah. I think the MJF rock comparison was fair. I don't know about yeah. comparing, well, but again, he's not, sure. saying, yeah. he's not saying one's better than you. But 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 the Rock, I think Rock versus 2020 MJF. Yeah, that's fair comparison. Yeah, yeah I think that's that, you know, the thing about MJF is, um, you know, he's shown like the ability to do things differently. Like we all know how great the Rock is. But the Rock is in cadence. In in delivery in message, you know, Rock was for '99 he was the same guy, and for 2000 he was the same guy, and probably 0102 same guy, 03 Hollywood Rock. Like like the Rock definitely right. evolved his character over time, but yeah, where MJF is in the promo game right now is further along than Rock was which was really his second year. You know what I mean? Like, uh, that's for sure. But when you look at the totality of everything, like, you can't – the reason it's hard to compare is that 
MJF is just now kind of at the top of the car, uh, you know, going into this with Moxley. You know, whereas Rock was champion going into Mania 15 in 99. Right. You right. know, so 20, it's I just... I think he was 26, 27 years old. Mm-hmm. Headliner. He might have been the youngest headliner ever in in, in uh, being his, um, time at that time. Oh, I'm sure. Now that, you, now that you put it like that, he's absolutely the youngest uh, Mania main event uh, at that time. For sure. Um, and I don't think Stone Cold was even that. I think Stone Cold was about maybe 31 or so at that time. 30, yeah. 31 or so. Oh, that's so it's different. Like the level of polish is different. The level of TV time is different. You know, Moxley was Moxley has been a main eventer almost ten years. Crazy right. that is to say, right? He's right. been a main eventer since WrestleMania. He didn't main event WrestleMania 31, but he was a main eventer by WrestleMania 31. That's um, absolutely. You know, think about um, his, his his first world title. He was saying he was main eventer at the moment they attacked uh, whoever, say Punk at that. But they attacked Rock. Yeah. Right. But uh, which was uh, the year before, twenty nine, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah. And the, and the third comparison was um, Cody the Triple Witch in that era. I think yeah. I agree with with, with Cornette and them on that note. Oh, my goodness. What, oh, what, come what, on, what, what, what is that? Come on, man. 
What was that? That looked like any. That looked like any early '90s sports channel, independent, state ultimate warrior. And you know what's funny? Like, oh that, my That's goodness. literally what he's going for. Like that's absolutely what he's trying to cultivate. <laughs> well, Mike is not here for it. Oh my god. Yeah, man. I take the renegade over that. that. I saw it <laughs> R.I.P. Renegade I thought that he actually Equated himself better in the ring Than I thought he would um, I thought he was okay I thought, I thought that he was better in the ring With his like reversals and being like Sometimes a step ahead of Cody I thought that was better But yeah Mike I understand Like He's literally the independent wrestling champion um, And, and <laughs> what he's going for Is to be that for sure Absolutely. I said, what in the blue hell is this? Like I said, you know, AEW, NXT, you know, to me, wrestling night is Wednesday night, as opposed to Monday, you know, and Friday. Like that, I couldn't even tell you up till last week what, you know, what the fuck was going on on there. Now I see they got a Joseph Parks on there and fucking Yo, from it. He got the ball in there. Is he, is he, is he, like, is he a wrestler? Or is he I like the, the lawyer? He had the glasses and shit on, the, the stupid shit on. Wow. He was holding a, a, a some type of cue card for AJ Styles. Yo, that's fucked up, y'all. Look how you think AJ not unhappy shit. Look how far from Gracie falling. They match not even on SummerSlam card. It's on Friday night. Well, that's what happens when you, uh, you know, the high speed title match. I mean, uh, Jeff Hardy. I'm like, man, this is what. I mean, I had forgotten, you know, where AJ was. You know, I really hadn't been watching. Like, I hadn't seen SmackDown up to Friday, maybe from about like two or three months now. So, like, you know, just, you know, that's the only, and of course, the 24 7 title, but. That's the only main roster title not on the card for SummerSlam, the IC title. Um, the IC title? You know how many big moments SummerSlam came with the IC title? Yeah. 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 Austin, when he got his neck was like, that title meant a lot to that show. Like, how the mighty ass for Um, The last thing I'm going to leave y'all with, I know my else in the states on it. Mm-hmm. What do you guys um see now that you know AEW they got their little action figure line just going and that I heard it's just like just playing with the whole new stores, you can't even find it. Like does that tie in? Do you think they get a a, a better deal second time around once they own contract is yeah. Cool. Oh, wait. What do you mean, TV or toys? Yeah, no, TV did. Oh, okay. They get a little bit of they get a, they get a little bit of the bra, and yeah. I guess we just wait for that one thing or that one angle. Maybe it, it happens that you know the all out show with finally yeah. Kenny and um Adrian split from each other because we need to be that. We need that balance and having the feet. Some type of group is forming together, you know, with Cody, like, acting here, you can see it forming, but 
I like how they do their show. But the question I was asking is, like, do you think, you know, when it's time for them to be up, do they get a bigger day? Yeah, yeah. Thanks, man. I appreciate you, man. Um, another deal? Yes. I think, yes. I don't think we could say whether the money is going to be more or less the same because, uh, you know, things could change drastically in two years or whenever they're up, <clears throat> three years. Uh, but but I do think they get another another go. I think T&T or whatever ownership group <laughs> owns them at that time, uh, you know, gives them another, 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 you know, three-year contract or whatever. Maybe, maybe, maybe it's more years instead of do they get a bit more money? Maybe they get read up for five years instead of three. Sustainable original programming in the face of a pandemic. Yeah, and just in I the face of you know, you know, regardless of what goes wrong, they can make some Yep. Mm-hmm. And the ownership and management has shown that that and the and the town has shown that they're willing to 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 work we through shit. So yeah. Yeah. So yeah, I, I couldn't tell you again more or less or what. But all right, let's uh, keep it moving. Again, thanks, Mike. Uh, let's go to. Top of the hour, but let's go to Craig in Toledo. Craig, what's happening? What up? Not a lot. How about you guys? Man, I'm doing all right, man. You know. I want to say I completely agree with Mike from Brooklyn that War Horse is the Tom McGee of wrestling. He is. Wait, isn't Tom McGee a wrestler, though? No, he was. I mean, right. for minutes. <laughs> I, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think that it works that way, though. He's a Michael Jordan yeah. basketball. <laughs> <laughs> no. But, but I get your point, I think. I know what you're saying, yep. Yeah, no. Yeah, he, he, he was absolutely underwhelming. For everyone that had so much hope in him, I was just like, what the, like, I watched the show and I'm like, I'm, I'm anticipating something great. And I'm like, what did I just watch? This dude is, I mean, he, he wasn't that impressive looking. He wasn't, I mean, he wasn't that good. I'm, 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 I miss something in the whole indie scene and all that shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he's a, he's very much a, a an engaging character. You you are checking out the uh, the charisma of the guy, the audacity of the guy, and the energy of the guy. I thought he was just fine in the ring. Again, he was better than I thought he was going to be. Um, but yeah, that that that's kind of what you're what you're going for. So right, right. People you like said you, the perfect words, just fine. Yeah, just fine. Uh, but, you know, the thing, like you said, Greg, what's, what's my thing? It's different when they like you. You know what I mean? Yeah. You can be yep, just yep. fine if you have the people on your side. And, and there's a bunch of people who watch that who had no idea what they were watching, you know? And there's a bunch of people who 
uh, you know, felt like they, they hyped their nephew up enough to get him a spot. And, yeah, I, I'm one of those people. Like, I don't like the man. Um, but, and, Cam, yeah, I'm, I'm working on that list. Dude, you you have so many Cam-isms. Yeah. I'm, I'm making up a list, and I need you to make a shirt. <laughs> I will buy the there. fuck out of it. Yeah, oh, now, man. yeah. At least there. I mean, you got a lot of them, but yeah, oh, that's man. one of my favorite ones. Yeah, it just but, it, uh, it always is. That's just uh, the <laughs> difference between uh, James Harden and Luka Doncic. Like it's just different when they're. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, that's a that's a little bit that's a little bit a different one. <laughs> okay. Well, that, that, well yeah, yeah. I you that. know what I mean. Maybe James but, Harden and uh, is closer, but sure. Oh, I love that man. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm debating right now whether I'm a Lakers fan or a Bucks fan, just because of that. Because I love LeBron, I love Giannis. Yeah. But I'm kind of, I like everybody right now. I'm like, because my team missed the playoffs for the first time, like in my adult life. So like, you know. I'm just like, whatever will be, will be. As long as it's not Houston, it's fine. Well, I, I don't want to keep you guys too long. Like, what are, you, what are your guys' time limits tonight? Like, are you trying to get the fuck Six out of here or what? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I'm, I'm actually, I'm not in a rush, though. I am genuinely. Well, I, I normally watch AEW and then wait till tomorrow to watch uh, NXT, but I'm and so I'm going to watch NXT tomorrow because I'm going to pour drink tonight because it's fucking beautiful outside. It's 70 oh, degrees and nice. But Travis, what is I don't want to go outside right now. It's 52 degrees and drizzling. It's 93 be. right now. Pour drink. Yeah, Craig. It, Craig, it could be a blizzard outside. There could be <laughs> hyenas patrolling the streets. <laughs> hyenas walking other hyenas down the street. And you guys, know, <laughs> oh, it's all right. It's all right out here. Well, I, I miss talking to you guys. Cause I haven't really been in the mood lately, and and I've been really like sick, and uh, like my I don't have any like lung capacity, but like. But I I miss I miss talking to you guys. The uh, the I want to ask Travis, what would it take? to get you to watch wrestling again. Like, because you don't, you kind of stopped. And no, I don't, time. I don't think there's anything that could happen to get you to come back. Uh, I couldn't tell you. Fan on Friday. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, what's going on? Who's this guy? He's just confused at all the angles. <laughs> Um, it's just going to be, it's just going to be, anybody that's known me long enough, it, it's, it, it could be one of those things where I never come back, you know, but I, I doubt that. I'm sure I will. It's just, I'm going to have to come back on my own time. I'm literally dealing with that at the moment. There's a woman who been, who's been begging me to, listen to this one particular book series and I'm just like, I'll get to it. Like in my time, right? Like I'll get to it. Like I'm not going to blow it off. I'll get to it. 
And I'm kind of, I was like, fuck it, I'm over this one. I'm finished with one of me getting to this one. And I'm kind of annoyed listening to it, and I don't think I'm enjoying it as much because I didn't get to it in my own time. And I got to get to it in my own time. And then wrestling, I'll be back. Maybe watching this, uh, watching this uh, Thunderdome shit Friday, because I'm going to watch Friday, see what that's like. Well, yeah, because Cam, Cam's going to be on there. He he, he paid the money. He Cam's gonna be on there. You gotta watch. It'd be the worst. Um, <laughs> I can't imagine like you know like our engagement level with stuff. Like it would be ten minutes before I'm off doing something else. Yeah. Like the space that the, you're supposed to be the virtual fan. It's just like a fan, a ceiling fan swiveling. <laughs> like wait, where the Guy that was watching, where'd he go? Like, right, yeah, man, you just see a pillow in the background. Hey, he so, must no, have got a beer. I don't know. On the tablet, doing something else. Yeah, just completely, yeah you uh, just see, like, a yeah. woman leg pops in the frame every now and again. Like, no, you don't need that. Like, none of this is okay. Yeah. <laughs> or or Cam turns his... his <laughs> no, oh, shit. Be careful. <laughs> I can turn the zoom to the. I oh jeez, I can only imagine what he would put on that screen. No, but Serge, um, the the re I because I'm curious because I'm falling out of love with wrestling again. Like, I stopped watching from 96 to 2014. And I'm like, I just don't give a fuck anymore. And there are so many other things to watch or listen to or whatever. And really, the only reason I list or watch wrestling is to keep up with what everybody's talking about. Like, all the people I like, you guys. And it's like, I Not just don't anymore. give a fuck. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. It, 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 in so, 2018, when I stopped religiously listening to Wade and Bruce, it, 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 that probably was the that was the first yeah. like anchor that broke away to keep me attached to wrestling. And then a year and a half, two years later, I completely not completely I'm still here doing this, but as far as watching week to week, completely just you know. Like, that was the first kind of, like, indication of wrestling just isn't as important as it used to be or as good or whatever in my life anymore. Yeah, and, and I, I I know it's bad for business or whatever you guys got going on, but, like, like it to, like, I I appreciate when you guys weigh in on topics like – for I mean, you, you guys can do cursory, uh, yeah, whatever the word is, curse, cursory. Am I saying that yeah. right? Sounds right. Cursory topics, like you guys, you guys can weigh in on like important shit like that without having to watch the actual products on TV, and then you watch what the fuck you want to watch. So, I I love listening to what you guys have to say about shit. And and hearing you earlier, Trev, when <laughs> when you found out that payback was a week after SummerSlam, <laughs> you just your brain exploded. It was kind of it was. I mean, 
that's why I love listening to you guys, and and, and people like you guys, like other well, other well, shows, like <laughs> why well, I mean you know, like I I listen to shows like this because you're not that into it that you're so into it that you're gonna stalk Sony to Bill, you know. Oh. I I love listening <laughs> yeah. to like shows yeah. like this. I think what, so, but um, um, yeah, the thing for me has kind of been um, as this thing has gotten larger and as you've made like connections, um, and as you know we're doing more like different things in media and people sending us like merch to wear for pictures and mm. you know different shows and um like again I, I don't name drop but that uh Craig I don't know if you saw that five on five uh that five on five basketball AEW meme chart that I that I posted. Um it was like a little bit ago. Like no, I'll, I'll look at it. I, like, I've been on the porch all, all day. Yeah. So. Like that was <laughs> sent to me tell. by a yeah. That was sent to me by a wrestler to a post because they're like, we send stuff to you so you can get the shit off that we can't say. I was like, oh, right, right. That's that's cool. So no, I think I think as Travis has kind of stepped away from the product and kind of dove into the things she's more interested in. Um, in some aspects, I've had to tune in more to this stuff to to be in the know about who's getting signed and where they came from and, you know, trying to help these kids. And it's weird to say help these kids, but help so, these kids who want to so, do stuff with Black Wrestling Coalition. And, yeah, it's been, it's been more involved well, kind, so, of, kind of on this side. Do you feel obligated, though? Um, to watch WWE, I feel... Um, Kind of, yeah. Like, I, I didn't watch Raw for the entirety on Monday, but I had to jump back in and I bounce ideas off people about what's happened. So there is an obligation there because it's the big show, but then, like, um, you know, I have people I'm cool with in AEW. So on that side, like, I have to watch what they're doing because they're bouncing ideas off, like, hey, did you see what I did? I'm like, yeah, I saw what you did. But there's, you know, it's... um. It's it's obligation, but not obligation as uh, somebody who's always watched wrestling. It's more obligation of just like with South Congress, like I have to know what's going on in order to be able to make the things that we make and to talk about the things we talk about. Um, but like with said, like, with your obligation, yeah, with your obligation, do you feel punished? Like, because like I have I. I always feel kind of obligated because I want to know what people are talking about or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, when I watch something that I don't want to watch, I feel like I'm being punished. Like SmackDown, mm-hmm. I haven't watched. I've watched like well, sure. two episodes of SmackDown in the last mm-hmm. like month or two months or whatever. I haven't. I've watched a couple episodes of uh, NXT, whatever. I and I haven't had the network in a couple months, and I'm just like. I feel punished to watch wrestling. Oh, I, feel I, I just want to watch SmackDown. Yeah, so I, I, okay. when Wade 
when it's my turn to be up to watch SmackDown on a Friday night, I'm upset because <laughs> I'm trying to spend time with women on Friday nights. Like, that's what I'm doing. So taking me out of, like, those two nights a week where I get to, like, be free, that's what I go watch. But, uh, but no, like, on Wednesday night, I've actually filmed into AEW on the iPad, NXT on the TV. Right, that's, that's just what I'm doing on Wednesday. And you know, I'm interacting and I'm talking. But no, it's, it's up to that point. But just like Travis, um, when it gets to the point when I feel like I don't want to do this, I just don't do it. And then I'll talk to people and I'll check Twitter for what match happened and what they might need to see. Like, no, I, I definitely don't feel. You see what happens to the people who are not Wade and Bruce and Jason Powell and Sean Ross Sapp. Like, you see what happens to those people when they all they do is watch wrestling. They end up hating wrestling, yeah. and then they can't say anything constructive about what they're seeing. I think the fact that uh, and, and, and in and out. You, you could say it's the same thing about those guys, too, because they, they, they some of them just, yeah. They absolutely have their moments where they're just, yeah, all the way. But, but yeah, Travis and I have that thing where it's, it's our, uh, it's our hobby and it's our media and creation, but it's not our obligation and our livelihood. So we have it easy. We get to, we get to jump in and out and not be called on. Um, but yeah, I, I think yeah. that you know, there's a good balance. But here's the thing about Travis, though. Something really good is going to happen in two weeks, and he's going to check it out in three years. And we'll be right back to where we start. <laughs> yeah. And 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 you're gonna watch the Snyder Cut next week, right? Oh God! I'm, you know I'm gonna watch it. Cause like, I, 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 I had to say it. I have to. It's my thing. Like, yeah, I, I'm I'm that like as much as I hate fun of wrestling fans who hate watch wrestling, I'm gonna hate watch the shit out that movie twice. <laughs> I'm gonna have all the ammunition to so, come at these dudes. And, and I'm gonna cut it off just so after this. Thanks, Craig. Just don't be smiling. But I saw in the in shooting and bombing people? And and the city believed that? Yeah. Like he like, used guns in C4 and they were like, yeah, that sounds plausible. <laughs> what? After he did none of that. Oh. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, let's end this on that. Southern note and talk to Darrell. Uh, We're going on, y'all. How y'all doing? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> My bad. How y'all doing today, man? Doing all right. Oh, doing all right. What's up, Waldo? That's how you be on um, when you be at home, man. <laughs> hey, man. I'm, I'm sweatpants and tank top in the living room. I got to put on a hoodie when it gets too cold, but that's it. Yeah. I don't want to hear about no more talking from work from home because I work more from home. I do more work from home than I had to do when I was at the school. So this yeah, man. Uh, teaching <laughs> people how to um, use platforms um, to be able to get their kid online and having parents call me all the way to 10 o'clock at night, boy. Uh, I just hate being at home for? sometimes. You're, home. You're on your couch. You don't yeah. need a break. No. This is terrible. <laughs> Oh, boy, boy, boy. Uh, then I have to fake put on a shirt because I have to I have to set up the Zoom meetings for everybody in the school system to get on in the early morning 
and my face has to be shown. So I, I, I make a fake background to put behind me so people can't see that I might sometimes be laying in the bed or, or <laughs> uh, um, uh, laying on the sofa fully dressed just in case they want to see what all I have on. <laughs> so, yeah. Oh, man, stressful days. Stressful days. But um, I've been listening to y'all talk, man. Hey, man, y'all can't be poo pooing Tyler when he asked y'all that question about uh this guy who got fired off of TNT. That was a uh, that was a valid no, entry. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah, no, it's, it's certainly not that it's not valid. I, I thought that we, because I think you brought it up originally. Um, yeah, no, it's absolutely a valid point. Um, I just think that yeah, my biggest thing was. If they have this original programming that's doing good numbers, um, even if they don't have the advocate for it, they have the numbers to show it. And I think that that's numbers don't mean nothing when they in the um, those channels will no probably in the next year will no longer be up underneath um, up underneath Warner Media because Warner don't run in the shop no more. It's AT and T that's running the shop, and they only care about three things. That's um DC. That's why you're getting that big DC fan dome after they don't failed in DC so many times. They're going to introduce the Suicide Squad movie from James Gunn. Um, AT&T now, they are on cable platform and HBO Max, which are flunked. That flunked out of school, too. So them the only three things that they care about. That's why they're selling off everything else. And the reason why Buddy got fired was because he the content that he brought on wasn't bringing in money. They losing money from it because they can't sell no advertising spots, sponsor spots. So they not getting the money. Most of the uh, commercials that they play, they pay for those commercials because they mm. paying for you see commercials for other shows that they have on their network. They pay for those commercials. Time slot. So that's why it's a. It's a valid reason, but you don't know until you see whoever they sell it to and stuff like that. Mm. Yeah, because they'll no longer have TNC, TBS, and um, True TV. They're trying to get rid of those. As you can see, when they counsel um, Rick and Morty, because of the um, guy who created Rick and Morty and the bullshit that he did, and Ricky Morty no. make them more money and do more for um than AEW. And it's cheaper. And they count for that. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So Jake. they don't care. AT and T don't did. care. Yes. It's about their money. Yeah. Oh God. Who? Oh, yes. the fucking baby. The... Yeah, man. I don't know uh-huh. what that man was thinking, dog. He was sick, and this is the second time. It's an old video. He done already responded to it one time before, but this is the second time it done came up. You know, the internet ain't going to give him no love. I guess they're going to keep bringing it up <laughs> if he yeah. step out of line. So, yeah, man. And um, they are Warner Media slash AT&T done already made a billion dollars by selling Crunchyroll to Sony. So <laughs> mm-hmm. they sold that for $1.5 billion. They just sold that Thursday of last week. So they selling off all these stuff. Seems like the Funimation app has got their act right. And got all the, uh, I was finally able to catch up on or watch some Attack on Titan with the damn, the dubs, because I don't fuck with the subs. They just be tripping. 
And I bet you they hurt, especially after they seen um, what's McCall and make $1.5 billion by selling it. So, but um, I, I, I heard y'all were talking about Velveteen Green, too. I, I, I seen um, Jason ask that question. But, you know, Triple H wasn't going to give another answer when he had fully answered that question. Um, he had an interview the day before with, um, I think, ESPN or some site that he had a, a long-form interview with them talking about Velveteen Dream. Oh. I mean, you should still answer it again. Like, you should still answer it. You, Are you saying he didn't give them an answer? Oh, he gave them he gave them. A similar answer. It was just a little bit longer. It was a little bit longer than what he gave Jason Powell. Yeah, man. I information. So, oh, by the way, while we were on that show, while we were on the line, the kid who originally did the accusations reposted the video showing the uh, the DMs and said he was never contacted by WWE. So, I don't know, man. Yeah. It is. It is crazy. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, we'll. I mean, we'll see. You know what I mean? It will, if it was under police investigation, like... yeah. If it was under police investigation, he wouldn't be able to share any of that information. And if I'm not mistaken, he the person he got that from somebody else. If I'm not mistaken, the person who put that out there. Man, he, he's he not the person the that it was sent to. Like I'm reading it now, and on top of that, we'll talk about the police. I got an open police investigation right now, and they didn't hit me back neither. And that was a year ago. Oh, with your car getting stolen. Mm-hmm. They ain't hit me back yet. So, but yeah, I mean, you know, you know. Again, we'll, we'll, what's up? Oh, go ahead. <laughs> I was just saying, no, you know how that goes. Just to, we'll see. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, yeah, yeah, I. I that whole thing is, is weird and strange, and you just don't know. Um, but, you know, hopefully the truth comes to light, whatever the truth is. Hopefully, hopefully, hopefully. That's all you can, that's all you can ask for. Till then, um, I'm in it. I, didn't, um, I, I, I hope I didn't hear one of y'all um, slander mellow, but I'm going to move past that. Um, I mean, <laughs> with bad analogies, yes. Um, I know y'all were talking about takeover. Um, I don't think Keith Lee pulling out of that one. Um, right there, I think he's gonna Ooh, lose yeah, that. Mean, yeah, they have built cross that. up. They have really built cross up. Plus, they don't have no one else after to go after Keith Lee if um Cross loses, and they don't give rematches. That's why I said he loses, yeah. and he'll be the first person to get a rematch. Okay, I can see it. So just to tie them over. Um. And I see Cameron Grimes winning that ladder match because you got a lot of faces that you can have chase after him. They they have yeah, a heel I mean, shortage, kind of. Yeah, he's perfect as North American champion. I Absolutely. Sorry, I think bro, SummerSlam bro. is a one. Okay, yeah. I go ahead and let y'all yeah, go. No. I just want to say SummerSlam a one-match card. Who will, um, they got to have a great finish with Drew. Um, I see Oscar beating Bailey. Um, Lou, um, they jumper, um, Sasha come out expecting no challenges. Uh, Shayna Baszler beat her, and then that set up the tag team match for the four horsewomen who they tried to introduce on Monday to beat them um, at the next pay per view for the title. And that's when you start getting the Sasha Baszler feud. And that's it for me. Cool man. 
All right, that does it for us this week. Uh, we'll uh, be by uh, next week, same time, same channel. Uh, free folks, the ride is over. VIP uh, people, click over. Uh, Rich and I will be by for another hour or so of content. We've got some topics, some uh, books to review, all kinds of shenanigans and good stuff. So until uh, next week, thanks, everybody. Talk to you all later. All right. Came for the cake, tell the stars to start the march and bring the war to your gate. Life's a battle, strap a star carving your face. Smoke cool on camera just to calm me and change. With a liquor, the quick call, I get to a buzz. Make the pain stop thing and start spreading the love. Above the rest, by a cool head, shoulders and chest. Give them hell on my lapel, staying dope to the death. And you can vote me, and hopefully you can deep the dime. I'm getting ready for the seat, so to wait for the sign. Cause it's a new day, a new dawn, a brand new era. And you be hard pressed, dog, to find a champ more. Clever, my nigga. So, see the medals on my best. Damn, gold medals chilling on my chest. Nigga. So, could never be nothing less. Champion, champion, next. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah. Oh. Sorry, we were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right, ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchases, only by law, 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.